Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Wednesday. It's the 30th of October, 2019. So glad that you're here. Please do head over to abriefchat.com and become a member of this show and help me turn this and the jazz session into my living, not just a thing I enjoy doing. Thanks. Two weeks ago, I posted an episode of this show. It was episode number 62 called Fixing Everything at Once. The premise was that for years, I had operated on a piece of advice I had received many years ago, which is that you can't fix everything at once, and you should just concentrate on something and work on that and then go on to the next thing. And I decided to toss that advice out the window and attempt to fix a bunch of things all at the same time. And I wanted to give you an idea of how it's been going since I started. That episode was released on October 15th, but I actually had started doing the things described in it, I think, on the previous Sunday, on the 13th. Today is the 30th of October. It's been two weeks and a couple of days. And here's where we're at. One of the things I mentioned was trying to reduce my addiction to my smartphone. That's a big thing for me. I was on it constantly. I mean, constantly, constantly, constantly. And I decided that there were a couple things I could do to immediately lessen the amount of time I used the phone. First of all, I got an alarm clock. That may not seem related, but the way it helps is that with an alarm clock, I no longer have the excuse of needing my phone in the bedroom for the purpose of its alarm. And so now I charge my phone overnight downstairs and I don't bring it into the bedroom at all. And this has made a big difference. Actually, I expanded that even further and decided not to have any screens in the bedroom, at least for my part. When I read a book on Kindle, for example, I don't bring that into bed at night, and instead I have physical books next to the bed that I read when I'm in bed if I decide to read at all. So, for example, the last few books that I've read I have been reading on my Kindle, and when it's time to go up to bed at night, I leave that and my phone downstairs charging, and I go upstairs, and currently I'm working my way through a collection of Rumi's poetry, which is really nice. It's, it's tactile in a way the Kindle isn't, and I also have a notebook next to me, so I'm making little notes and writing down lines that I like. It's, it's not just more relaxing, but it's more engaged than what I was doing. Well, and what I was doing was often not reading at all. I would just be on my phone, you know, checking Instagram, looking at Twitter, etc., etc., what you do on your phone. Deciding to make that choice to be on my phone less first thing in the morning and last thing at night has made it a lot easier to be on my phone less overall, and that's been really great. I have spent much, much less time on my cell phone than used to be the case, which I'm really, really enjoying. Another thing I decided to do was change my sleep pattern. I'm a night owl by inclination, and I had, generally speaking, been going to sleep between 2 and 3 in the morning, sometimes even later, and getting up between 9 and 10, depending on how much I could sleep, sometimes it was even earlier than that. So I would get between 6 and 8 hours of sleep a night, generally tending toward the lesser, not, not the greater number of hours. So in harmony with getting this alarm clock, I decided, okay, well, I'm going to use the alarm clock to get up earlier in the morning and to go to bed earlier at night. I actually don't use the alarm clock for that. I just use my brain. 
but I decided to start setting the alarm for 8 o'clock in the morning and going to bed between 10 and 11. And I have done that consistently this whole two week plus a few days period. Now that means I'm getting between eight and nine hours of sleep a night, which has been life changing. I have sleep apnea and I snore a lot. Part of that is because I have a lot of extra weight on my carriage, but that has actually lessened according to my partner, who is the one who has to, you know, deal with the fact that I sound like I sound. I don't really want to have a Darth Vader mask that I have to put on my face at night to go to sleep. You do you, your mileage may vary, but I would like to avoid that. And uh, so sleeping better is one of the steps to avoid that. I also feel more refreshed every day and the routine is really helpful. Also, even though I enjoy the nighttime completely to myself, I have to say I am achieving much the same in the morning time. And I'll tell you why. That's because in addition to getting up in the morning, I have also completely changed my morning routine. Well, I've developed a morning routine. I didn't even have one before. Now what I do is I get up at 8 o'clock in the morning and I meditate for half an hour. For a long time now, I've been meditating at night. And that's just not the same. The connection with the meditation when you're very tired, it's the wee hours of the morning and it's the last thing before you go to sleep. At least for me, the meditation is not as as deep. And I could do and probably should do an entire episode about meditation and what it really is like anyway, but I'm not saying I don't go into a trance state at night and I do in the morning or something like that. It's not anything like that. I just feel that I'm able to get a little more focused, to breathe a little more regularly, and also to not be in danger of falling asleep when I meditate in the morning as opposed to in the night. Then I take a walk. And I slowly have been ramping up the distance. I went almost four miles this morning, which was really fun. But I've slowly been ramping up the distance over a couple of weeks. And that's really, really been good. Uh, I live near a couple of parks, so sometimes I walk in the trees. But I walk different routes every day. But I get outside. I get moving first thing in the morning. I'm drinking water first thing in the morning. And all that is really, really good. Then, also at the same time, I decided to start counting my calories again. Now, initially, I signed up for that service that you see everywhere these days if you're on social media, Noom, N-O-O-M. But I bailed out of it before the two-week trial was up. And again, your mileage may vary, but I found that I already have enough education and background in getting healthy, even though I've let it lapse, that Noom's kind of basic approach to that, while very valuable, I'm sure, if you don't have any training in that, was not really something I needed because I could do it on my own. So instead, I re-downloaded the app that I used to use to track my calories and started wearing my Fitbit again, and I have stuck with that also. And as a result, over the course of this two weeks plus a little, I'm down six pounds. At my height, I'm 5'9", I was 245. Again, your mileage may vary. Live in your own body. Do what makes you feel good. This is me, not you. But I was, at the height, 245 pounds. Now I'm down to 228 and you know, looking to get a lot lower than that. And I just wasn't feeling good. I was feeling unhealthy. I was very worried about the condition of my heart and my blood pressure. And I feel like this is a real step in the right direction toward keeping me around longer, especially because I have kids and I would like to be around for as much of their lives as possible. And also because my partner is 22 years younger than me, and I'm already quite likely to die before they do, even though they've told me I'm not allowed to die. 
Uh, but I would like that to be delayed for as long as possible so that we can have this beautiful life together that we have for as long as we can. Two weeks ago, as I say, I decided to chuck out that old advice and try and fix a bunch of stuff all at once. And I've got to say, so far, it's going really, really well. I'm sure there's going to be times when I slip up, but I've asked Owen to help me stay on track when they see me slipping and to feel free to do that with some tough love, which is completely fine with me. I also think I'll check in with all of you every once in a while for some accountability just to let you know how things are going. I'm really proud of myself. That's just what it comes down to. I feel like I decided to, rather than just stay in this bubble of stasis and stagnation until we move next year, I decided, you know what, I'll make my life better right now. And it has been working. It's really, really great. And again, I'm not saying that the fix one thing at a time advice was wrong, either for the time when I received it or even for now, depending on what the thing is. But for me, I needed to go a little more in-depth on my life and do a larger change. And so far, I'm finding that to be extremely beneficial. I'd love to hear about your experience. Feel free to drop me a line at jason at abriefchat.com. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason D. Crane, on Instagram at Jason D. Crane, and I'd love to hear from you at both those places too. I love you. A better world is possible. <laughs>